a mistake and guess what no anime today or no anime you know today. there's a yeah. one in three shot that it's anime adjacent tonight truly yeah with me with these three choices there's one um in case you caught us with our pants down as usual mm-hmm. uh jonathan gwykowski and uh, dan ryan here yeah. as always <laughs> to bring you some anime adjacent content and anime was not a mistake but you caught us during our sinister six festivities the summer is over and if you're listening to us it's on a sunday Look at us, keeping our promises. Yeah. Right? But, you know, we have been good boys. Yep. We watched an entire summer of anime uh, without interrupting it with mm-hmm. with any of our, 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 our nonsense. Yeah. So we figured we would throw in a Sinister Six. You mean I didn't have, bit. like, an emergency Citizen Kane viewing <laughs> that we had to do at some point for some odd reason? No, no, well, we, no. only not like me, Dan. Only anime. So, <laughs> you know, we, we're going to throw this in... You know, mix yeah. things up, and yeah. then once the fall rolls around... Then we, we gotta have... trick them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> when we run out of content. That, that juicy content that people are uh, looking for. To the coffers, but uh, we've seen each other during the week, but as always, I will pose the question, has any life anime video game adjacent experiences occurred to you in these past few days? Uh, since the, the time gap is slightly less... Um, Three days... The, the only thing, uh, I've just still been watching JoJo's, still mm. loving it, uh, it, it did some surprisingly, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna sound like a, like a fucking dweeb, I but mean, like it, it, uh, so nothing's changed, su- surprisingly, <laughs> oh, there you go, um, I'm sorry, but, uh, when I'm injured, like a wolf, I lash out, man, <laughs> <laughs> you um, know, things aren't as, as they seem on the surface, <laughs> the veneer is cracking, <laughs> it literally is. <laughs> Uh, but no, like I, I was there was a thing today where uh, the the stand cameo shows up, mm. who does like a little false genie wish granting thing, mm. and it was a surprisingly deep and heartfelt episode, like like emotional episode. Uh, in, Those you are know, the best. And and yeah. one of the the cooler characters comes back after I assumed he was dead. So it's it was. I don't know, it was it was a whole, you know, like, you could see it coming in some ways, but even watching it unfold was like, mm. like, oh, I can see why people have been enjoying this for a mm. hundred and five, however long JoJo has been <laughs> I mean, almost as long as us at this point, right? 120-something episodes. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's the mm. only, that's the only main anime thing that I've 
been like able to do in the past couple days. I have been scoping out some future content for Ooh. us, but I will keep that a secret until close to the brazier. Yeah, yeah. Until we can properly unveil it. Mm. So I'm excited nonetheless to yes. hear from you in future. Um, few days went by, nothing really major. I did finish season one of Laidback Camp. I know I've mm-hmm. been talking about it for a bit. High recommend, totally the only thing to keep me sane this week, because it's just a laid-back show where these girls in uh, high school go camping. Mm-hmm. And it is enjoyable, the music is wonderful, there's lots of quirky characters, there's a pet chihuahua at some point that they take camping, and it's mm-hmm. adorable, and there's no high stakes whatsoever, and sometimes I wish that life could just be like that instead. Yeah. 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 And I'm happy there's a second season, like... More is always good in this case. It hasn't disappointed me so far. Oh, of course. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And aside from that, another extreme recommend. I did not realize that the launch date was so close. As I said last time, Psychonauts 2 has come out. How are you enjoying it? Amazing. It's like playing a fucking cartoon, Dan. And I think you need to play the first one because I neglected to tell you there is an episode based on old uh, kaiju films. There's a, a brain that you go in that you fight as Kochamara. You've sold me on a few things. Like, literally that, pick so. it up, it's $10 on the PS shop, digitally for Psychonauts 1, mm-hmm. and then Psychonauts 2 is like, everything I wanted more, the dialogue is so snappy, the characters are all there, um, it's been 16 years in our lives, but it's been only three days for these characters. Is it on PlayStation? Yeah, it's on PlayStation. It's not physical. It's only digital unless you oh. backed. Yeah, I know. Well, I know. No, this no, no, was no, what no, was but that's for. I didn't. I thought yeah. it was Xbox and no. PC only. No, so it, that's... it is on PlayStation. Phew. Yeah. <laughs> so no, I'll fucking I'll yeah. play you that. Really should because I know you will enjoy it. But no, I would I... recommend playing the first one first. It's not that long. Yeah. And like you can kind of speed through it, and the controls are a little wonky nowadays. But it would serve you to play it in is order the first to one also yeah the first one's 10 bucks on yeah. and we're not doing a shill bit like no, no, no. i'm not i'm not doing no. a well you i'm not tell, selling you are, physicals so. are you <laughs> telling me it's on place to, like no no i, I legitimately did not know it's really I, funny i thought that i was like console locked no, out i thought too it, because but... they didn't give us any info it was supposed to be an xbox like timed exclusive yeah. but then they just released it all digital and the fact that there's no physical kind of threw me for a loop. That's why I didn't know about it. Because mm-hmm. I was constantly checking, like, when's the physical purchase available? But apparently it was only for backers. And I did not back this project. Because I'm um, slow, I blow. Yeah. yeah. Well, okay, no. But if, no, if I if I can play both of them, mm-hmm. that would be... I've been meaning to play that game for a yep. long time. Yep. So. And when you play this game, this is the type of game that you talk to every character multiple times. Yeah. Because the dialogue is consistent throughout. And it's, like, laugh out loud funny. Yeah. There are some moments, um, for example, one of the first brains you go into is um, this head of, like, this... Um, what's the British uh, the British Avengers, they're called that, with, like, the Umbrella Lady and the Top Hat guy? League of Extraordinary... No, 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 it's, like, The Avengers. No, it was yeah. called The oh, Avengers. Oh, okay, yeah. that, that. Yeah. It's, like, that, but with psychic kids and, and yeah. like, mod spies. So you go into her brain, and then you make a mental connection, and you get her obsessed with gambling, and the place turns into a casino then. Mm-hmm. And it's just topsy-turvy... It looks great. It plays great. We've waited so long. And now you get to enjoy immediately. You yeah, get to binge hell both. A, hell of a thing that's been yeah. that, you know, it was a long time coming. And so. I know you've got No More Heroes 3. We've got a bevy of games. I've got Neo The World Ends With You to finish. WarioWare just came out. It's coming out soon. Yeah, that's. I have not had a chance to start No More Heroes 3 well, yet. Mm-hmm. But uh, <laughs> I. I, I uh, uh, had a gift card to to burn, so I went and <laughs> scooped up a copy. And there you go. Avoided any peril, and I'm going to right when we're done recording. I'm going Ooh. to 
go home and enjoy that. So you're gonna play with your lightsaber. Uh, beam katana. Uh, is the give me strength? Is, is the ripoff <laughs> name in the in universe? So. Well, I'm just happy you're happy. Yeah. Take a shot, audience. Yeah, Dude. well, yeah. Hopefully, I'll, I will report back at our next episode. Mm-hmm. But I'm I'm assuming I will have a good time. But you know. Mm. I'm excited. I I know almost nothing going into this because oh. I have been, which is surprising because Tim Schafer's been around forever and he did a lot of games. There's a few celebrity cameos. Elijah Wood likes to pop up in a uh, Double Fine games. Oh, I'm in No More Heroes. Oh, well, yeah, yeah. Uh, but that too. Uh, yeah, both of them. For yeah. Both of them. I'm sure I, Elijah I... Wood's in there too. <laughs> Hiding somewhere, yeah. undoubtedly. Um, I don't have a tangent. <laughs> Didn't plan one, Dan. I've had a rough time. Oh, that's okay. The, the closest tangent I could get was like, what's your favorite genre of movie? To which Dan would say sci-fi, and I would say musical, and we'd go back and forth for the total of three minutes. Yeah, well, I uh, want to come back to that. We yeah. can come back. We can do We can do just a, a freewheeling movie talk. Okay. I just want to cover one news, oh, news piece. News. that Because it, uh, it happened the weekend that we, you know, I was attending a wedding for Ooh. a dear friend of mine. Your wedding? Oh. Uh, and and uh, so, like, we didn't report on it, and I forgot to report on it when mm. we recorded the episode after it. Um, but uh, Vegeta <laughs> was fighting the main villain of the, the ongoing Dragon Ball Super manga saga. He got a new form exclusive to himself. It, like, incorporates the Super Saiyan 3 lack of eyebrows, mm-hmm. and I think he gives him purple hair. Wow. Um, uh, and he jobbed immediately. Jobbed? Uh, he lost. Oh. He, as, is that it, a term? It's, yeah, it's, 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 there, the character's job is to lose, mm. and if the, the, the author does a, does a non-subtle... Well, I've heard of many jobs, know, but not a regular job. Uh, <laughs> hey, keep it, keep it PG-13. Oh. Uh, Out of the two choices in here, it's not going to be a PG thirteen episode, dear. <laughs> uh, but uh, but yeah, no. I I thought it was because uh, it seems like being a Vegeta fan can sometimes be suffering. I still argue that he's the best character in the yeah. in the in the in the like he's my fave. I mean, it's odd that we we feel that way because when I was younger, I was more into him, and now I'm more into the innocence that is Goku. So well, like, yeah, we swapped again. Yeah, it's, it's it not, makes sense. It's not a blowout. It's no, just yeah, like yeah, yeah. I think Vegeta yeah. has provided some of my favorite things um but yeah he jobbed and it it, people were so upset that it was trending that weekend (laughs) because people were like i can't believe after lost after i I guess it's been like over 25 years vegeta still hasn't managed to you know uh beat uh you know like beat the main villain of an arc which is odd yeah you think they would spice it up Throw, you know, throw him a bone. Because the whole thing with, with, with Super's plot is that early on when they were training with, with uh, Whis, he he commented on faults that the two of them have. Like, I, I don't remember it because it was a while since I watched it, but like he, he calls one of them out for not paying enough attention when they fight, and then he calls the other one out for overthinking their actions. So, Goku got his Ultra Instinct power-up, which is, like, makes him super perceptive. And then Vegeta, for once, was like, I can't, you know, mimic that route that he's going down. So, his power-up has been this, like, ultimate, like, conquering. Like, there's some other name for what he's doing Mm. for this power. So, they, they gave them separate routes that appeal to their weaknesses that were established. I'm like, I'm like, cool. But I really do wish that Vegeta could 
uh, defeat an arc villain. Yes, yeah. <laughs> so, it would make sense. You, know, you think he's been training yeah. for a very long time. It just just once, because they did the same thing or a similar thing in um, the last arc with Moro, which was still entertaining. Uh, like Vegeta has a lot of sort of like he demonstrates a lot of character growth because uh, Moro threatens Nunamic, mm. which was where. They had relocated all the Namekian survivors after Frieza blew up old Namek. Mm-hmm. And Vegeta, still feeling guilty about everything he did back when he was Frieza's crony, was like, I need to make sure that these people are okay. Yeah. I have, like, even more duty to make sure that they're safe because I had a hand in screwing up their lives. Mm. And then he goes off and he gets, like, special training from the people who taught Goku how to use instant transmission. Mm-hmm. And it was setting up this whole thing that he could potentially do, and he, he also jobbed in the dark too. Huh. So it, it was it was like, I don't know, maybe someday, maybe this Someone is, has uh, to be Pagliacci, Dad. Y- yeah, <laughs> and I guess Vegeta is the old crying clown. Yeah. That, but I, I don't know. I, you know, we'll see what happens. But Maybe it's like to teach the children that you can't be angry all the time. <laughs> I, I mean, it's not... It, does, it doesn't, uh, you know, affect my enjoyment of the franchise. It's just <laughs> like i i figured it was enough of a newsworthy item because uh it was trending oh. like vegeta was, was trending or vegeta jobs was trending <laughs> it was it was a whole it was a whole thing so yeah but i forgot to discuss that last time so mm. yeah yep well as i said no tangent mm-hmm. so have your favorite movies mm-hmm. your the ones near and dear to your heart yeah, yes how has that evolved since the last time we've discussed that? Huh. You mean, like, what have I seen that might be up there? Yeah. Uh, you know, the Green Knight filled a hole in my mm-hmm. chest after waiting two plus years for it. Um, it was really good. So much that I made a PowerPoint on why it's the horniest adaptation of the tale yet. Yeah. Um, that I'll be willing to share. <laughs> if you yeah. want to hear more of that audience, you know, DM me <laughs> and I'll send you a, a preview of that. <laughs> That's for our Patreon players. Um I just saw that Kristen Stewart cast as Princess Diana by yeah. the same person who did Jackie. And yeah. if you know me and Lana Del Rey like movies... Yeah. This is a turn for Kristen that I'm happy for, even though she'll be going up against my queen, Stephanie Joanne Germanata, <laughs> Lady Shasha. That's true. That, yeah. <laughs> In November, House of Gucci. The, the Diana movie. We can't have two critical darlings based on famous fashion fashionistas. No, we certainly can't. Hmm. Yeah. Well, there can only be one, like Highlander. I mean, I would say that this time, you know... Over the podcast length, I have definitely been into more cinema. I finished my mm-hmm. 40 film Bergman watch in the middle of my Wong Kar Wai watch, in the middle of my Fellini rewatch. I've become nothing but a Criterion shill yeah. since. And I mean, film is my passion now. Yeah. But I'll never make a movie. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I would say in the span of time that we've done the podcast, uh, you know, and again, I'm talking in terms of like, I feel like when we did the very first Sinister Six episode, oh, we, we restated <laughs> some of our, our favorites yeah. and, like, what we love about certain movies and what we dislike about yes. other ones. And we also, we took that time to, like, negate what will be in this pot, like, you know. Yeah. You, you know, like, yeah. I, like, I'm excluding ones that I, that make me angry. Yeah. Like, we'll never yeah. go to the Popeye Darkness soon again. Um... <laughs> But you not know, on my watch. Like, like a lot, uh, you know, with my dad and stuff. 
I, I have gone back and watched a lot of old, like, cheesy 50s and 60s sci-fi mm. recently, and, you know, I want to restate, you know, what, what, like, a special place those movies have. Like, when you sit down and watch them, like, mm-hmm. you know that this was, like, it might not seem like much, you know, like, like when you're watching the original Blob, mm-hmm. or, um, like, uh, invasion of the Saucermen, things mm-hmm. like that. Like, you might not... Like, they might not seem all that much now. But they're important to us, nonetheless. Yeah, and they, they were... You know, it was people trying things for, like, the very first time when they were breaking that out. Often, they're not only in terms of, like, special effects, but, like, in terms of... Of, like, you know, just plot lines and tropes. Mm. Like, I, I think we discussed this when... We took that film class in high school. Yes. Like the Blob was one of the first times where the 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 teen characters were right about something, and mm. they were trying to convince the adults that you know you guys are set in your ways, but mm-hmm. there is something bad happening. Listen to us. Mm. And that trope hadn't really been played that way prior to mm-hmm. then, or if it was, it wasn't as direct with it. Yeah. So you know. Those are always, and a lot of them, you know, those ones, um, like, when I was talking a few weeks ago, like, Atragon, the, one of Toho's older movies with, uh, with, with Manda, and, um, oh god, the, the, you know, the drill ship, and everything else, a lot of those are, are free in places, like, they're either dumped onto Netflix, or they're dumped onto, like, Amazon Prime for, for free, mm. um, you know, if you if you're bored and need something to view, or even HBO Max, HBO Max yeah. has been adding a shitload of those. I think movies. it's the best subscription service. It's got tons of TCM too. Yeah, no, it, it tons of TCM. You just it, rewatched it, Lolita again. It, it has a lot of like the Godzilla Criterion versions, like mm-hmm. the ones that we watched, you know, yeah. in our event, plus many others. Um, check them out because mm-hmm. you know it, it's all. It's interesting to see where stuff came from with those movies. So, mm-hmm. and we had, of course, yeah. and a masterpiece theater in the short while we that did. we discussed, yeah. and uh, that was good showing off some films that neither of us have seen. And I feel that's what Sinister Six does too. Yeah. Like at the opposite end, they may be clunkers in some spot, but I can guarantee they all have a soft spot in yeah. my heart. So yeah, we, we'd see where they're. Um, we neglected to mention the passing of Sonny Chiba too. Oh, no, of episodes. course. Yeah. yeah, I wanted to bring that up. Uh, untimely loss due to COVID, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, but he will be missed, of course. Kill Bill is what I know him from, just sticking out for me and yeah. having all those credits in it. But uh, you know, it's sad. No, he's he's <sighs> a legend, and yep. so mm-hmm. I, yeah. I mean, not the first, unfortunately, we've lost throughout mm-hmm. this entire stretch. So, mm-hmm. but I'm still standing, Dan. Yeah. So. No, good on you for remembering to yeah. give him a shout out. Yeah. I completely forgot. But now we're going to get into something less... Yeah, something totally different now. I suppose. So anyways, are we ready I'd to say begin so. this Sinister Six? As just a recap on what the Sinister Six is, Sinister Six, Dan and I present six movies ranging from so bad it's good to just plain awful and watch them with very minimal notes, commentary on the fly, ranges vary on taste or lack thereof, choices pulled at random from the bad movie bag, slash beret, because I still haven't had the time to find a bag. Mm. I mean, there's a bag sitting in this chair, Dan, but <laughs> oh. it's an old bag. Oh. A bag uh, of bugs? Yeah. 
<laughs> You're joking. You're joking. I can't believe my eyes. Well, that'll have to come out in Christmas, too. We're going to make Christmas just last all year, aren't we? Um, but there's no revealing picks until Laura chosen, so genuine reactions on the fly. Choose and suffer. So as you know, my choices have been cheesy, classy, and... Cheesy... What's the Megan... Oh my god, I'm falling apart at the seam. Cheesy, classy... What was my third choice? Catastrophe? No, I... no, no. It was trashy. Trashy. Tra- trashy, yeah. cheesy, classy have been mm-hmm. my three. And these three stick to that. One is anime adjacent. Two are long movies. Mm-hmm. One I think you're going to despise. And one has all my love of my heart in it. Okay. So I'm leaning more towards that one. We will see if we get that choice. Yes. But I don't believe you've seen any of these three. So if you will do the honors of reaching into the bad movie bag. Okay. And... Making sure that there's three in there. Scooping around and only pick one. We're doing this live, ladies and gentlemen, live. Will we be alive after this? It's completely on the level. And I apologize for my handwriting, as you know. The the nuns beat me out of using my left hand in grade school. Little trivia. Showgirls. Oh, boy. (laughs) And just like that, the gods above have answered my prayer. Do you need some ice, Dan? It's for Sace. Different places. Is this the anime adjacent? (laughs) No, unfortunately not, but it feels like a bad anime. Showgirls is one of my faves, and I'm going to rummage around in my Blu-ray bag to get the notes that I have. No, I've obviously, I've heard Legends. Uh, It's disgusting. Here she is. Not available on streaming platforms as of this moment. (laughs) And I have a little bit, I have actually a lot of trivia on this fit on one index card, but have you ever seen, heard of... Experience well, the glory that is Showgirls. Uh, I've seen it discussed by a lot of people over the mm. years. Like, a lot of YouTube reviewers have, oh. you know, uh, gone into a lot of detail about yeah. this movie and what it represents and, and what happened with it and everything. I, it's a, It seems like a fascinating oh, setup. It's one of my favorites that's ever existed. I think it's an underappreciated masterpiece of a yeah. film. Yeah, But... I'll be leave you to be the judge of yeah. that. So, uh, this will be my first time giving it an actual, like, watch, not secondhand, yeah. you know, oh. review thing, so. I can't believe this happened to me. My mood just did a full 180 crazy. <laughs> so, thank you, whoever's watching out for me in movie heaven. <laughs> but, Showgirls 1995, directed by Paul Verhoeven from mm-hmm. Amsterdam, who's done such films as Robocop, Total Recall, oh, okay. Basic Instinct, <laughs> And Showgirls, which almost ruined his career. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. He had a, a pristine Hollywood career until this little film, but he's picked it up. More it's the film's cast that suffered insufferable damage since. Yeah. Um, but this film had a budget of $45 million and flopped in the box office, only making $37.8 million mm. in its run. But since, it has become one of the most popular uh, physical media releases of all time. <laughs> Because it's the only way you can get your hands on this movie. It has appeared on streaming platforms frequently, but as of this moment, it is available on almost nothing. It's like blinking, you miss it. Literally, because Mm. it is also the only major motion picture, like, from a first-party studio. I don't know why I said first-party, like, Nintendo released it or something like that. But that received the NC-17 rating worldwide. So it started the trend, and it's essentially kind of the only one that got such a widespread release. And that I think that was how I first encountered trivia about this yes. because our one of our local theaters the you know the AMC one 
for years before they remodeled it, had a poster with little cartoon people on it mm-hmm. saying like G PG PG thirteen R and NC seven. Like, what mm-hmm. is this? What is this thing above mm-hmm. R? I already know I can't see the R. So it's funny that let's... you said keep it PG thirteen. It's going to be impossible to keep it PG thirteen with this yeah. movie. This movie has more tits per second than me on a drunken Friday, Dan. Well, so. no, and and for <laughs> anyone who doesn't know, I, yeah. I again I don't know who. You know what? Hide the kids. Where or how old our our listeners are? But like, uh, NC seventeen is like the above the R rating. Yes. Like it's like yeah. they cannot let you. I don't in. think it's it, that bad. It's more camp now. But I mean, like, it well, could be yeah. shocking if you bring grandma or the children into. Yeah, the well, because again, it barely ever got used. Aside from like, I think you said this was like the most hype, but it was like yeah, uh, widespread. I, I, I don't know what the difference would be, but I would assume that, that they would be even in more hot water if, like, several babies in a trench coat went yeah. in to see this movie. It mm-hmm. would be... There would be more repercussions, yeah. but I, I don't I don't know, yeah. so... Um, so, for... In speaking of our heroine, we have one Nomi Malone. Mm-hmm. A poor, down-on-her-luck girl heading to Vegas to become the showgirl of all time, played by Elizabeth, Elizabeth Berkley from uh, Saved by the Bell. Yes. She was Jesse. I never watched as a kid, but... That's basically where she got her start and kind of didn't have a career after this movie, despite mm. putting her heart and soul. I think it's one of the most earnest performances on TV, but it's not a good, you know, portrayal of this character yeah. by cinema snob standards. But you could see that Elizabeth Berkley did not deserve the flack that she got for this film yeah. after putting her heart and soul in it. Um, other actresses up for the role of Nomi Malone included Pam Anderson, Drew Barrymore, Angelina Jolie, Charlize Theron. And Hmm. while they were still in 1995, just kind of breaking out themselves, none of them agreed to it after taking a look at the script and other outside circumstances. Mm -hmm. Um, Berkeley accepted because Saved by the Bell got canceled recently, and she thought this would be her star turn. Um, uh, Crystal Connors, played by uh, Gina Gershon, Gina Mm -hmm. Gershon, who is the saving grace of this movie. She's the only one I put down in my notes um, that uh, is knows or understands what movie that she's acting in. Yeah. Um, a lot of the people, including Kyle MacLachlan, who is also here. <laughs> and after a Twin Peaks viewing, you're not going to look at him the same way. Yeah. Almost had his career yeah. curbside. He was a big fan of Paul Verhoeven's work until he was cast in it. And this movie flubbed. All right. Well, I mean, I would think anyone up until that, it, it, the RoboCop and Total Recall yeah. are like, I, I mean, I know, I don't I remember. I think Super Troopers was right after this too. It was the year after. Starship Troopers. Starship Troopers, yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> Abba on the mind. Um, yeah, I mean, no, but that wouldn't have been, because I don't remember how Total Recall was received when it first came out, but it was still seen as like a big deal sci-fi movie. So that, like, yeah, I, it wouldn't have been a, a bad bet, I guess. At the time, but <laughs> hindsight. Uh, but Crystal Connors, Gina Gershon plays her. Um, other p- nominated actresses for the part would have included Madonna, who, I mean, aside from A League of Their Own, we're not going to speak of Madonna on camera. Maybe Dick Tracy, but she's in that movie so little, it's like, whatever. But we won't talk about her Evita on this air. <laughs> I think it's the worst adaptation of Evita. Oh, yeah. I was going to say A League of Their Own. But <laughs> no, A League of Their Own is yeah. the best thing Madonna's in, yeah. Uh, yeah. as Grant and I can attest to. <laughs> That's sure some peeing, mister. Her milky white b b bosom <laughs> But uh, Cheryl, uh, Cheryl Stone was on, uh, nominated for this, and... Oh my god, I can't read this. Daryl Hannah. So mm-hmm. we had a few people who were going to play the rival showstopper showgirl in this. 
Um, but it wound up to be Gina Gershon. Uh, the writer is Joe Estebas, who wrote the screenplay at a turbulent time in his life, as you can tell. Joe Estevez? Estevez. Estevez. Okay, okay, not yeah. the not the one related to the it, Sheens. It could be. No, no it's not. That's Estevez. Estevez. Yeah, I have yeah. a B here. I can read my writing. Yeah, that it's, well. it's not. I was going to say that yeah. would be a... <laughs> yeah, and uh, the story was created by interviewing 200 strippers for their story and attesting that they put it to screen, but... This is a fictionalized anime universe, if you've ever experienced one, Dan. This is yeah. not real life. Yeah. This is fantasy. <laughs> um, it is a critical failure. Uh, trying to make three different movies at once does not seem to bode well in Showgirls. It's a psychological thriller. It's partly like a dance piece, and then it's also like a body sex story. It's mm-hmm. a morality tale. Combining these three movies. Just like this podcast, yeah. It's not good. Uh, then Record for 1995 received seven golden raspberries, <laughs> which I don't know if we could judge by the raspberries. That's a lot. Well, you know, I always forget that the raspberries were around then. Like, I, I forget that they were a thing, still, but they've been doing this for, like, and decades. And it's only <laughs> tied and broken since with the raspberry record with Battlefield Earth, another gem mm-hmm. if you have not seen. I Know Who Killed Me, a Lindsay Lohan. Oh, a no, joint, yeah, I remember not that. Not a good one. Yeah. And then Jack and Jill starting Adam Sandler. Yeah, so. which, which, yeah, I, I have seen, and mm-hmm. I, I considered throwing that in the pot, but yeah. I don't know if anyone wants to, to deal with that. Yep, but it has achieved worldwide cult status since, as I said. Mondo success on home video spawned a sequel, Showgirls 2, Pennies. Why? Apostrophe S, Penny, as in ownership, okay. from heaven. <laughs> <laughs> you will see Petty make a minor cameo in this, but I do not think it deserved a sequel. To get the sequel hook in. This is yeah. already a perfect film. It needed mm-hmm. nothing to add to it. Cringe Corner, what to expect? Dancing in quotes. It's less dancing and more ritualistic tribal demonic movement going mm-hmm. on here. Tons of hip thrusts, PK turns. <laughs> Dan's yeah. gonna be dancing in the aisles, I'm sure. Yeah, I'll, yeah, I'll be tapping my foot under, yeah. You can expect some nails, chips, and fajitas. <laughs> Okay. They will be there. Okay. Uh, no one but Gina Gershon knows what movie they are in, and that's kind of hilarious in its own right. Yeah. Lots of cursing, lots of sexual play, a few genitalia, full-blown. Bandit can't watch. Bandit yeah. cannot watch, so gird your loins and watch your eyes. Um, there is, and this is the lowest point of the film, as many would like to say, there is an unwarranted, very graphic rape scene in this Okay, like, yep. okay, yeah. so exploitation stuff. Yes, yeah. it is very exploitive, and it doesn't make sense in, like, the nature of this piece until then. It's very shocking when it shows up. Okay. So I'm okay. just going to give you a warning there. You can, of course, expect us to go to different places, and then Dan will never look at me throwing beads his way the same way again. <laughs> That's, yeah, yeah, I... No, I, I, this is, this is a legend amongst, uh... <laughs> Movies. Movies. Cinema, so, film. Uh, you know, I'm glad that we're... Uh, this and uh, you brought last time the mm. Troll 2. Oh, yeah. So... Been hitting them out of the park lately. No, you've been going down the greatest hits list of, of huh. Hollywood low points. So. <laughs> Somebody's gotta do it, Dan. Yeah. Well, without further ado, yeah. as I said, this one's one of my favorites. And Dan, have you ever tried doggy chow? I don't think I want to. I love doggy chow. Oh. <laughs> You are a whore, Dan. <laughs> okay, Dan. Hanging on the 
Whatever you do in Kenilworth, Dan, it ain't dancing. (laughs) (laughs) Well, (laughs) well, uh, as was the case with Troll 2, I can cross that one off the list. Mm -hmm. I've seen it now, so. You've experienced it. You haven't just seen it. You've lived it, Dan. Yeah. Yeah. Any initial thoughts on Showgirls 1995? Uh, well, I had a I had a, a series of things to say. Mm. Uh, the third act really takes a turn yes. there. It kind of I like it, the movie spends most of its runtime like you could write it off as like a like a silly nuisance camp of a mo- yeah, yeah. Um, but then that third act really. Yeah. Like, I could see why this probably wouldn't be brought up in the same vein as, like, a... You know, like, other examples of Sinister Six movies. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it... it You can... You can laugh... Like, I was laughing at, at the movie. Coming, yeah. And I did not see it coming. No. Um, so, you know, had it... You know, again, for the first, like, two-thirds, I was laughing. I was, you know, laughing more than with Popeye. Uh, perhaps <laughs> oh, not as much as Troll 2, but mm-hmm. I was laughing. Mm-hmm. Because uh, there's a lot of lot of cringe, um, but that third act really knocks the wind out of your sails. If I you think don't that's see it the NC-17 showing. Yeah, like, truly. Like yeah. that. I mean, and trigger warning going in that rape is violent. Most cuts of the movie don't have it. They kind of cut that out, and it's insinuated. Yeah, because it's very graphic. Yeah. So unfortunately, I did not make the movie. I did warn you, as I warn everyone. I show this film to. Yeah, and then often we'll skip over it, but we we need to see it. it well, it, it happens. But, well, I mean, it is. I I guess important for the discussion as to why this falls firmly into like a a trash movie, like mm-hmm. like why it would be considered like you know yeah, like as I'm going through my head thinking what it would have been like to sit in a theater and watch this mm-hmm. in the '90s, and it would have been like. You got Kyle MacLachlan, you got... Mm-hmm. I think you know, it opened the same week as Seven, and uh, Tu Wong Fu, thanks for the memories, Julie Newmar, famous drag movie. <laughs> okay. so It, <laughs> it, it came it, in second or third at the box office that week, I think. You know, like, I, I, I would imagine, and I, whenever I've seen, like, critics discuss it... Yeah. Y- you know, I'm imagining that, again, like, what I just did, they're sitting there, and it's like a... It's almost like a goofy, you know, campy movie for, like, up until that part. And Mm -hmm. then it's like, was this trying to say something? Or, I guess it was, and then it it ends. Yeah. So, it's... I mean, yeah, it is. It does belong in the Sinister Six, mm-hmm. even if even if it has grown on 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 your spirit. Oh yeah, I, and I mean, I mean, truly, is... this is the darkest I can go. Yeah, like this is the most edgy NC seventeen ish rating that I have ever, and probably will ever offer in the Sinister Six pod. Yeah, because I mean, but again, it's like it's one of those famously bad movies. Yes. So at some point, if you're a fan of famously bad movies, you must see it. Yeah, you must so seek it, it out. It, I mean. Again, it's 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 just a it's a fascinatingly bad movie. Yeah. So that's I you know good for Sinister Six. But I guess quotable as all hell. It is. Yeah. Every line, a yeah. quote. Every frame of painting, every line, a quote. Darling. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean, other than that, like mm. I, I the only general things that I had, you know, in the build up to 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 uh, you know what was giving the movie like it's again i I, i'm a simple boy i I don't know a ton about filmmaking but there's a lot of parts 
where the camera awkwardly lingers on people who mm-hmm. have already people said who their... don't blink yeah <laughs> like they don't blink they've already finished their dialogue and it just the camera just stays on the actor while they're like you know what should i do next mm-hmm. And then, you know, which you joked about a few times, there's a lot of repeated dialogue and dialogue tropes. People don't talk like it. People don't talk like this. Yeah, like, there's there's a lot of, you know, within the first 30 minutes of the movie, there's, like, four my boss will have my ass Mm -hmm. moments Mm -hmm. for, like, four separate characters, and I'm like, okay... I'm not a dialogue expert, but, like, write something else, but that's... In the grand scheme of things. It's minutia, Dan. Yeah. You're concerned about petty matters. There's a lot going on in this yeah. film. Yeah. Those were the only, like, uh, Major nitpicks, stand-ups. I suppose. Yeah. All right. So, um, I hope you enjoyed or at least learned a little something yeah. along the yeah. way. But we're going to recap this. Mm-hmm. Uh, feel free to interject at any point, Dan. So we begin with our heroine, Nomi Malone, played by Elizabeth Berkeley, And we're starting off, this is a morality tale, Dan. The moral of the story is, I don't know, being a star is hard. Stars corrupt absolutely. <laughs> what? what do you I think? I guess? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it's, uh, yeah, I, I mean, I, I gotta be tough in this industry. I guess? Mm. But she's not really, I don't. She's the everyman, Dan. We are all Nomi Malone. Well, yeah, no. To some extent, Nomi spends most of the movie acting like... Her name is Nomi because it's, like, anonymous. You don't know me. Yeah, well, (laughs) yeah, no, you repeated that often enough that I'm like... That's what it's supposed to be. It's based on the morality play Everyman. (laughs) And I was like, that can't be real. That's it! And then, then, no, but then it dawned on me, yeah, it is, it is, that is what it's doing, but I, uh... I don't know, she, she, she does, like, some shonen protagonist, she... She's a quick learner. She's yeah. angry. She picks fights a lot. She gets uh, her rage out through the arts. Yeah. Yeah. But she's hitching a ride to Las Vegas for a new beginning to become a showgirl. Um, she meets Dan's cousin, Jeff, who happens to be in this movie, <laughs> driving a pickup. And, uh, of course, she shows she's tough, but she's also willing to see past that because Jeff's kind of a skis. They almost die in traffic. He says, like, oh, I'll bring you to Vegas, but let's just talk along the way. They stop at a casino. He gives Nomi $10 and says, I'll be right back. I'm going to talk to my uncle about getting a job for you. And she wins enough coins for a Porygon at that point. Well, she wins the coins, and then Vegas gets the better of her because she moves up to silver dollar level. And then she loses all that money, supposedly. Realizing that she is being duped, she runs outside. Not before that one guy approaches her and is like, do you want to sell something else for cash? Yeah. You gotta sell it sometime, Dan. I mean, I'm talking about your Amiibo collection, of course, not... Well, of course, yeah. (laughs) When times get rough. But, yeah, I mean, I guess foreshadowing. Uh, But uh, Jeff robs Nomi, and in a literal puking rage, she flings herself at... Elizabeth Berkeley is using her body as her instrument in this film. Yeah, yeah, she throws herself onto a a stranger's car. Molly... Played by Gina Rivera, mm-hmm. who I don't know what else she's in, but she is the best character in this movie. She's, yeah. like, the only likable Nor- character. She's normal. Like, yeah. she's the only normal person, yeah, well, I think. No one else is human. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> you want to say that Gina Gershon is playing a human in no, this film? No, no. Uh, she's playing, yeah. like, a fucking Star Wars villain in this. <laughs> <She is>. <laughs> <laughs> And I love it. 
But uh, Molly, being the kind Samaritan that she is, talks Nomi down and says, like, you know, if you need anything, you can come stay with me. But before we get there, we get the greatest fry eating and ketchup scene in cinema history. Yeah. Where she is attacking. Elizabeth Berkeley is attacking these fries, splattering the camera with ketchup. Yeah. Different places, Dan. And she throws all the fries into the air. What a, what a response. Like, now when anyone asks you where you're from, you can just go different places and, and see if they... Just throw the basket of... There's a lot of fast food imagery. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Not a lot of uh, vegetables and rice. No, I didn't, I didn't see one vegetable the no. entire time. <laughs> uh, no, it's brought up all the time, but it's never there. Uh, but she stays... Um, uh, sorry, uh, Nomi stays with Molly for six weeks in the hopes of finding a job, and they too develop a friendship. And then there's a lot of dropping. It starts this early. Andrew Carver on the radio, this pop star, this singing sensation that recently got a Vegas residency mm-hmm. and is apparently going to be coming into town. It's like Chekhov's fucking radio announcement here yeah. it's coming uh but nomi has taken a job as an exotic dancer at cheetahs which is a real strip joint and as i mentioned to dan as i've heard through the grapevine cheetahs is famous for being a real strip joint in vegas and san diego and it's where the 9-11 terrorists met up before yeah that was mind-blowing yeah i i, I a lot uh, of dark history with this film yeah, yeah. <laughs> um yeah, and Molly costume designs for this big Vegas show being goddess at one of the premier hotels on the Strip. Yeah, the Riviera, right? Yes. At the Stardust? The Stardust. Yeah. Uh, Molly invites Nomi to see the show at the Stardust, and we get some backstage antics, and this is true to form, the cattiness of it all. Mm-hmm. It's like typical showmanship, show business sleaze is going on. The yeah. girls are catty with one another. Um, there's a lot of shit talking. There's little shit from monkeys because there's a monkey act before this dance number for some reason. Yeah, but like it's like an, a Vegas like an animal, pastiche. Yeah. yeah, animal handling show something. Yeah. yeah. Well, Dan saw the ooze, so I guess he was happy. Yeah, it gave me one point. Yeah, yeah one point up. <laughs> uh, and the show star is none other than Crystal Connors, spelled Crystal, like mm. the drink, played by Gina Gershon, and. Crystal and Nomi will develop a relationship, much like Dan and I, if we never had this podcast, I yeah. feel. Yeah. yeah, well, she is the Vegeta of this story. She yeah. is the, like, quite literally, she is the cartoon <laughs> villain-esque. <laughs> so. mm-hmm. <laughs> Nomi watches the entranced by this strange prehistoric burlesque number, which Dan and I were going back and forth on the theming of this. I'm sure it'll pop up, but I don't think it made any logistical sense as a theme based on a show of goddess. Dan has I argued theory. that it did. Mm. I argued that the goddess, yeah. as some kind of unifying image, carries uh, <laughs> mankind from the prehistoric past to the present to a dystopian Mad Max future, but then further into a paradise uh, Crystal Spires and Toga future. Sure, Dan. All set because to the Spider-Man video game soundtrack. Yes, because the, uh, the show later on we see ends with the paradise, so mankind is saved by the goddess. Yes. But, but apparently this is a big show, so... It's a really big show, <laughs> Dan. Um, but Nomi is a very quick study at choreography. She's doing it in the audience. She gives us the reverse spirit fingers move. And then we see that Zach Carey, who is the entertainment director of the Stardust, played other than, none other than by Kyle McLaughlin. Looking like Tobey Maguire in Spider-Man 3. Yeah. What do you have to say about old Kyle? Mm. Uh, pretty, nothing good. Nothing uh, good? Th- I mean, I love him otherwise, like, you know, mm. Twin Peaks and the Flintstones villain, uh, uh, what, what Cliff Vander Cave. Mm-hmm. Um, of course. <laughs> uh, Which was the year before. But he, he 
it does is not the right pick for this kind of character. Like he, um, he can't deliver like the sleaze bag lines mm-hmm. as well as I guess the script would have called for. Yeah, I heard on the podcast blank check that. He was a heartthrob before this, and then during this movie he was not, but he had to earn that title back throughout the years, and he's kind of resituated himself as a heartthrob. Which would seem to be the case, like yeah. how people responded to, like, twi- like he, he's yeah. become, like, an internet th- sensation since then. And so I don't it's... think he understood until the premiere what this movie kind of carries with it. Yeah, I like, would imagine that would have been a, a shock. Yeah, so a little bit sad for him, but everyone's kind of like, you know, even Elizabeth Berkeley kind of takes it on the chin and... She's fine with it now. Well, that's good. Yeah, but yeah. there was, like, a rough... Like, there's tons of fan fan gatherings, and whenever this is shown, sometimes she'll make an appearance, and, like, the crowd will go bananas. Well, I don't know if this is a controversial take, but I didn't have any problems with any of the, the cast. Like, mm. I, I didn't have any problems with... I feel like the dialogue yeah. was just written really badly. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's it's not... Everyone's doing the well, job. I mean, like, that... the acting at times is... Mm, well, bitingly. yeah, but I, you know, I, I wouldn't say this is one of those things where... I, like, I don't think anyone's performance was going to save this yeah. script. Yeah. Like, I, I, I don't... Uh, I mean, that's a fascinating... Like, has, have you ever... In your travels with this movie, mm-hmm. has there any, ever been anything about, like, what Paul... Uh, Verhoeven's, like, motivation to make this was? I think I I heard it. I just heard that he wanted to do, like, something in this vein. I think he wanted to originally make it a murder mystery or, like, add a murder mystery element to it and just do something that was commentating on show business in general. Uh, Yeah, I guess the bones of, like, a a murder mystery would have made sense. I think what they wanted to do was kill off Crystal in the first act, and then we find out that Nomi did it or something like that. Yeah, that would have that would have made sense. Mm. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. I'll, I'll research. Anyways, Dan, I want my nipples to press, so... <laughs> Can you fix yeah. it up for me? Not float, but press. So. <laughs> Don't want them to look like they're hovering there. Uh, Crystal and Nomi have a confrontation, the first of many, in Crystal's uh, star room. And uh, Molly is just trying to introduce her. Like, she's a really good dancer. Maybe she can join the the show. And uh, Nomi storms out because she feels slighted that she's insinuating that any kind of dancing she's doing at the Cheetah isn't dancing at all. Well, Nomi does this a lot. Nomi storms out a lot. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if it's a rule of threes thing. Oh, no, it happens way more than three times. Yeah, Yeah. so, but she storms out. Everywhere she's going, she's pushing people out of the way. Yeah. Um, She's stirring the pot. She is literally (laughs) stirring the pot. And then we get, there's commentary on this movie that all the ladies talk about in this film are chips and nails. Those are the two main conversations that women have with each other. So I don't know if it passes the Bechdel test in that category, but they do talk about chips and nails. No, it does then. Yeah, Mm. I, yeah, there's no, yeah. There's no limit, so. Hmm. Well, uh, uh, for better or worse. <laughs> Nomi's got to cool down, and where do they go? They go to the typical '90s dancing club. Yeah, it had '90s squiggles. I did write that down. It did, and there is a manic dancing moment where Elizabeth Berkley, who loved dance until this movie, she said this movie caused her to quit dance, one of her passions, oh, until God. Dancing with the Stars, which she was on. Okay. Okay. I don't think she won, but she was on it. Okay. Um, so yeah. she does dance now, but she it said it left a bad taste with her in her mouth and like the critics and stuff because oh, this is not the like the most elegant dancing. It's very manic and animalistic, but I think that's the theme. Like Nomi follows her gut and goes with her instinct yeah, and no, urges. Uh, again, she's the Goku of the movie. Yeah, she yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. It makes sense. But uh, here at this club, she meets the bouncer, James, played by Glenn Plummer, who's like kind of the other man in this scenario. Um, and there's this whole pants-off, dance-off situation. He says that I, he could teach her how to really dance. There is a dance battle, which results in Nomi kicking James in the nuts. Starts a chain reaction. Starts a chain reaction, a bar fight, and then slyly walks away like Jonathan before getting thrown out of the that, club. That's probably my favorite moment, yeah. is, is where she's, like, surveying the fucking yeah. chaos that she just started, and she smiles and walks away. Like, alright, that's a cool... Like, alright, I could be sold. Obviously, I didn't stay sold, but... I could have been in that moment. Yep. (laughs) So. Uh, The next day, so Nomi is taken and then arrested, thrown into the drunk tank. Um, But she's bailed out by James the next day. Interestingly, cut from this, there was going to be a lesbian scene with Nomi and one of the prisoners where she would rake her nails along the prisoner's back. So more like animalistic imagery, I feel. Yeah. And, you know, this is a lesbian movie. Yeah. It's the tension between uh, Gina and Elizabeth. Yeah. Palpable throughout the film. Well, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah it's all, yeah. It, it, and M- M- Molly to... Molly's more like a friend, but she does say I love you to Molly a yeah. lot. Yeah. There I, are different kinds of love. Like, if I was rooting for any... But, I, I mean, I know what I mean. What kind of story this is. I mm-hmm. What are you going to do? But... Yeah. Uh, I, nails are another one of Nomi's powers I put down. Yeah. And she works at, like, a cat-themed... Yeah. I, I, there is imagery. It's yeah, there. It's there. Yeah. The show is goddess. It's about, like, rebirths and whatnot. She drew little Wario's on her f- yeah. fingernails. So that... Yeah. Yep. Uh, at the Cheetah, a classic setting, we meet Al, who's Nomi's boss, pimp slash father figure? Yeah. Ooh... And uh, we see Nomi's work life. We meet my favorite character, Henrietta Mama Bazoom. (laughs) (laughs) And this would be my dream job. She has a very revealing dress that whenever she squeezes, the tits pop out. And her job is just like redoing the lyrics to Home on the Range to open the act and the comedic relief. Yeah. I do not like how um, self-degrading she is in her humor, though. Because she does, like, what's the difference between, like, a cunt and this? And it's just, like, a waste of flesh. I I don't know. It's very offensive humor. Like, it, it does. <laughs> well, it, I know. It goes but, over the top, though. I, I mean, know, like, but at that point, like, you know. You, I get we're in a strip joint. If you're sitting there in the strip joint, you're like, well, I never. Yeah, and then you well, walk yeah, out. But, I, like, I don't, know, I, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> I guess, I guess. But there's a new dancer, Penny, who is now going to go by Hope because no one wants to fuck a Penny. Who's played by Rena Riffle, who I think makes an appearance. I don't know if she had like a writing credit or something with this too, but she has like something interesting tied with this. Mm-hmm. And she is the star of the Pennies from Heaven sequel, which I haven't seen. Because <laughs> I hear it's not good. It's no showgirls, is what people say to me. I would assume that has no kind of release. It, or I think uh, it has more. You can watch it online. You can't watch this. You can watch that online, no. though. Mm. Yeah. Uh, Crystal and Zach arrive to torment Nomi, no other reason but to check out the competition. Yeah. And to stare at each other and, like, lock lips as Nomi dances on the pole. Uh, James is there, too, so it's, like, a whole meeting up of our heroes. Um, yeah, I put down the self-deprecating humor, like, you'll never be able to find this. I'll have to throw some flour and you'd have to piss on it to give you a clue. Like, yeah. well, I, like just... that doesn't leave a bad taste in your mouth. I mean, I get it. But okay, but uh, I know doing this in read real life. Read the room, would be, Jonathan. I know. Uh, read well, the room. Uh, well, I don't. It's just body. I don't know what you. Yeah. I, I. I. I never did. I don't know what the protocol is for a a comedy 
strip show opening monologue. So. Yeah, I guess. I mean, uh, I, mean I, I, I don't know how to clean it up. Yeah. I, you know. <laughs> uh, I try to work miracles with scripts, but I can only do so much. Uh, Jonathan's material's too blued. <laughs> Almost like these balls, eh? Oh. Uh. Have the puppet. <laughs> have the have the puppet. Line. The slide whistle. <laughs> Uh, uh, well, we'll get to that. Oh, we'll God. get to that in a second. Nomi's dancing is still chaotic, and it's hard to call dancing more like flailing around has been the commentary on this. Uh, Prince was originally going to do the full score for this film, and some of the songs remain, but uh, he backed out at the last minute. So which, just interesting. Which would make sense, yeah. Yeah, only a few songs remain. Nomi licks the pole, which in a time of a certain <laughs> coronavirus going around is probably the skeeviest thing in this film. Yeah. Just and her well and her whole ass on the taxi seat later. Oh yeah, yeah. 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 Also not good corona bad. <laughs> mm, didn't age well in the modern day. Uh Crystal and Zach are intrigued by Nomi. Crystal buys Zach a dance for five hundred dollars and um you know, that's a whole standard lines like you can look but you can't touch. She could touch you but not me. Okay, yeah, and this is uh I, w- I want to take this moment mm-hmm. uh, because this scene is like one of those parts in this movie where, yeah. again, I am no filmmaking expert. Mm-hmm. I do not claim to be. I am nothing but a but a farm boy from New Jersey. I don't I I don't know about making movies. He wouldn't but know a Dutch angle from a Dutch oven. <laughs> that's a, that's a good opening for a strip club. <laughs> so, oh, yeah, I know, Dan. We said it's my dream job. But I mean, come on. But this whole scene that I'm assuming is supposed to be like erotic and well, build, building up. It's supposed to be, but none of the movie comes across as erotic. No, well, no, but we'll. I figure we'll touch on that yeah. at the end. But th- this whole thing is supposed to be like an erotic. Like she's giving him the lap dance, and then Crystal, Crystal is, is mimicking some yeah. of her movements behind her. But the way that they scored this scene mm-hmm. is that like the saxophone kicks in whenever she like thrusts on him, so. <laughs> It's it's like a clown horn every time she hits his lap, and it, like, whatever this scene was supposed to be, the music completely destroys any chance it had at being, like, a legitimate artful scene, because it's like... Mm -hmm. It's like cartoon timing almost. Yeah. Like the lap dance starts, and then as this... the music climaxes, so too do our stars. And there's, and it's not consistent enough through the movie where the music no. matches people's movements. It so it it feels very very bizarre, and it's like, like I would, I think the natural response for anyone would be just to laugh at that if they saw that on the yeah. big screen, because yeah. it's like, what the fuck is this? So. Yeah. Interesting that you brought it up, because I just found, I don't know how long it's been on the internet, but I just was looking up this movie the other day because a certain group of people wanted to watch it as well. Mm-hmm. Um, the timing is just fortuitous, apparently. Mm-hmm. But there is a cut where someone edited in David Lynchian music into it instead. Yeah. And I would like to give that a go, and maybe that would like handle things a little bit better. And I think they trimmed it down by 45 minutes, too. Yeah. So I think that would help the film. Um, might be nice to check out. Uh, Zach climaxes, Crystal's into it. I put down not sexual or sensual in any way. Uh, the next day, James confronts Nomi and says that she's got talent. Says that she burns when she dances. Um, and you dance like you fuck, Dan. <laughs> yeah, what was the other part of that line? 
there wasn't another part of that. It's just yeah. you dance like you fuck. Yeah. And you can't give away all the goodies, Dan. But then it becomes you don't... You, fuck while you, you dance. You don't fuck where you dance. Hmm. I don't know. Yeah, but Nomi's got a higher pay thanks to Crystal and Zach the previous night, and then her and Molly go shopping at Versace. And there's this whole owning thing, like Molly could make a dress that she sees in the Versace window, but Nomi wants to buy it. She wants to own it. Yes. And be her own woman, right? Yes. Yeah. Like we see the Ike figure in the in the (laughs) anime store window, and then we yeah. Yeah. And then we get fajitas. Get the fajitas. Fajitas. Yeah. Um, Molly is in turn obsessed with the singer Andrew Carver. Is not going to work out well for Molly in the end. Yeah, it's not going to work out with Triple H. They're it's dropping not... a lot of hints for that. So they were building that up. I don't know what kind of cut that would be. but Well, and it was... It, okay, well, again, you, you touched on that thankfully when we were doing the yeah. first part of the podcast thing but yeah. then and then part way through the movie you mentioned the stairs oh yeah well no and, it's mentioned a lot too yeah, yeah and i was like in terror of that moment but oh. then the way it ended up like there's a lot of it's al- like the fucking m night Shyamalan fall down the stairs yeah there's like <laughs> a, unbreakable a lot of very direct foreshadowing of shit mm-hmm. that's going to happen mm-hmm. like it it again like i don't this script it, Needs some tightening. Mm. Now that would have been a, a good opener. Controversial take. <laughs> <laughs> My script needs some tightening. <laughs> you know, so, yeah, I, I don't, but yeah. So uh, it was interesting, because I was like, I was dreading two moments yep. as we were watching this. Mm. <laughs> uh, and they both turned out to be just as bad as I imagined. Mm. Well, we get to one of my favorite scenes. Phil Newkirk, uh at the ta- uh, talent for the stardust asked Nomi to audition for the role to the of in the show goddess the next day yes uh Nomi is convinced crystal sent him but uh she goes anyway the next day where we meet tony moss the producer is leading the audition yeah. and this is iconic everyone lines up it's just tony moss is skeevy show director to a t lots of one-liners lots of misogyny well, okay, I just want to, before we get to that part, because yep. I'll let you take that, because mm-hmm. that's a big, uh, you said, iconic thing, but she, she does quit the job at Cheetah's, and Al and well, Henrietta... No, she, has, she has to audition first. Oh, oh, that's yeah. right. That Okay, never mind. Never yeah, mind. Before she gets the never job. Mind. So Tony Muss is the producer, Gay is the choreographer, her name is literally Gay, mm-hmm. G-A-Y. Um, we didn't even go through the steps... Uh, Crystal is watching the whole time, and then, like, we get one on here's like, look at these watermelons. This isn't a patch, it's a stage. Go home. Yeah. Bet you can't spell MGM backwards. <laughs> MGM. Oh, uh, like, you, surprised oh, you surprised me. me. Yeah. And then what do you watch? What do you? What kind of classes did you take? I didn't take any classes. What are you doing on the stage watching you be a prick? Oh, and then there's, like, the, the nose job. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Your ears are yeah. sticking out. Go get them done. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, so it's, yeah, Tony Moss is, is is a prick. He telegraphs that. Yeah, and that's what he's playing. And this is the guy from, what did you say? Or is that the other guy? No, Al is, um, Al was the villain in a in a License to Kill, mm. I think. He was a James Bond villain, so. Yeah. So Nomi whittles it down to the final three, and then, show me your tits. I run a topless show. <laughs> show me your tits. Yeah. And uh, there's some, it's just very exploitational, like, these nipples aren't erect, I'm erect, why aren't you? Get some ice. Yeah. Rub them on the nips. And then, and also there for that part is red-haired guy, who is, he plays, like, the stage assistant in every movie in the 90s. Um, It's a good gig. Yeah, I don't know his name, but he's, (laughs) he's always doing that. 
uh, but but Nomi storms off. Yeah, Nomi is pissed, and Crystal got the audition because she likes her. There's this other, lots of mirror work in this. It's like Crystal shows up and she's in a mirror, and Dan, or I'm sorry, uh, Nomi is sitting mm. in the chair. <laughs> As I watch. Reflecting uh, both myself, yeah. but Jonathan is in the background. Yeah, so. we get, like, obvious villains. Like, you got me this audition. And I go, yeah. But is it because I like you or because I don't? Mm, I'll never tell. Yeah, and that's pretty word for word what, what goes on. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, she goes, like, maybe it's because I like you. No one responds. I hate you. And then Crystal goes, I know, darling. Lots of darlings. Take a shot every time you hear the word darling in this film. You'll be dead. Uh, James is also working at the Stardust. Sees Nomi walk out in a huff. James and Nomi drive off to his place. They get a burger, and this burger is eaten and then thrown to the winds, Dan. Yeah, she's, like, aggressively eating the burger in his face while they're driving. Animal. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, James is trying to make his own classy show because he danced at Alvin Ailey and is trying to class up Vegas a little bit with a pop goes the zipper number. And I didn't know what that reference was. Is that like a thing in New York City? or? Yeah, it's a famous dance studio. I didn't know. <laughs> the way you hit that PK turn, I knew you didn't know. <laughs> that PK fire. <laughs> uh, but... Slow down like this. So as they're rehearsing, it's just manic. It's manic, frantic energy all over. Like, she picks up the steps, and then she goes. There's yeah. lots of uh, crotch close-ups in this film. Uh, Nomi mirror moves. She, like, <laughs> she instantly gets it. Yeah. <laughs> she wave dashes immediately. Again, almost. she's got, like, you know, her potential, again, like, shown in Protag, so. Yeah. But they make out. They're kind of a thing. It's, like, where life could have went, I think. I mean, James isn't good. No. He does not treat women in a very good way. Yeah. And he's more concerned about, like, you know, the next lay. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, uh, if, I mean, if any performance, I think, this is probably one of the, he, his, his actor does, like, a lot of, like, staring off mm. and monotones a few parts, but it's a very, like, this whole subplot is kind of awkward. Yeah. Uh, Tony Most calls and Nomi has gotten the job. She quits her job at the Cheetah then. Oh, yeah. And then, like, you think that it's going to be, like, this violent yeah. walkout, but yeah. Al and Henrietta do some, like, joking, like, ribbing at her, and yeah. then they just let her go. Like, I was, like, in that scene, I'm like, oh, my God, is Al going to, like, hit her or mm -hmm. something? But no, he's just like, again. oh, Miss Fancy Pants yeah. is going to get You'll the job. You'll be back, and I won't even let you blow me. <laughs> and then, you know, so, okay, so they're not that bad? Yeah, uh, yeah well, eh? I mean, Henrietta steals a line that I say to you, you're the only one that can get my tits popping right. So. Uh, yeah, so, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, and then they get, like, they get, like, a little redemption moment yeah, later. but, see, it's framed very badly because... Al is essentially her pimp. Yeah. Like, there's a conflict of interest there. <laughs> yeah, no, there, no, there's a definite conflict in it. And it also... This movie is very weird with how fast things happen. Yes. Like, the audience, as far as we can tell, this is over, like, the course of, like, a couple weeks. Mm -hmm. But they, they keep doing these time jumps like it's been years. <laughs> so... Or, like, at least yeah. months. Well, we know it like, goes to uh, Christmas, but we don't know when yeah. we start. No, we don't. So, uh, yeah. Mm. I don't know. It's it's just very bizarre. Yep. Uh, Nomi tells James she's in Goddess, goes to visit him that night, and then discovers he's fucking Hope. <laughs> he is. <laughs> yep. And Danson isn't fucking. So that's what they said before. You've, like, 
Yeah. That's what they said yeah. to that. You you dance like you fuck, but dancing isn't fucking. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Sage advice. Um, Nomi makes a splash when she's interviewing about, like, details on the position. Uh, she says Versace, and then you see how the other characters treat her. Like, oh, she's she's from the Bumpkins or wherever. Yeah. Bumblefuck nowhere. She doesn't know what she's saying. Uh, we get prescribed the diet of brown rice and vegetables, even though we don't see said diet of brown rice and vegetables throughout the film. Yeah. It's the only thing dancers eat. Uh, Gay has this fabulous line. Like, Gay's kind of cool. Like, she's been through it before, and now she's the choreographer. So, like, she gives her advice, like, you get yourself a man, you get the job steady. Like, did you have it steady? Oh, I chipped my tooth on a quaalude. <laughs> yeah. like, that's, a, that's a cute line. And then theater magic. Nomi goes through human resources. Watch the stairs. Watch the stairs. Yeah. You don't want to fall. You'll be tackling this beast every night. Animals. And that, yeah, and that's that's what got me worried about. Like, I thought Nomi was gonna like break a neck, slip million up. dollar baby. Well, she was gonna like rush up the stairs and then break her leg and then mm-hmm. couldn't dance anymore. No. But and those things happened, yep. but not to Nomi. So, mm-hmm. uh. but Nomi and human resources. She has no home, no family, no social security number. So, like, how would she even have a job then? Yeah, like, don't you need that info to like pay you? Yeah, but I don't... Again, that's assuming that this Las Vegas... Uh, I, I don't know, titty show I mean, show it's a prestigious is... hotel. It sells out every night. You think they would have their books in order. I guess. I, I, I do I mean, not know the ins and outs of the Las uh, Vegas... I can tell you Vegas doesn't run like Kenilworth, Dan. You know, you... I would be out of my element, and I mean, I'm anything, just a country boy. <laughs> Vegas with, like, you know, the... Vegas should have its books together more than most since they kind of are famous for giving out money to winners, Dan, you think? I, I, I don't, I would be wide-eyed, I'd be just, a, you know, optimist. I've never seen a building over two stories tall. <laughs> Look at all the lights. <laughs> I, I don't know. But I, I, you know, but again, they seemingly, but I would assume that even if they, like, the even the receptionist who's doing that doesn't, like, call her on it so it's like okay they need her talent so they're just gonna yeah. look the other way yeah um kyle mclaughlin as zach tells her it is the only one that says it's versace yeah <laughs> which you're like oh maybe he is a skeeve but he is in the end yeah yeah uh we get iconic lines nomi's rehearsing nomi what kind of turn was that pk turn thrust it thrust it thrust it yeah you're good i'll get someone to work on the show with you later uh doing the show tonight so she's going immediately on um, she stumbles through, but it's very exciting as she pirouettes, like Molly and Gay are watching, and they're like, she's killing it, she's yeah. doing a good job. Um, uh, everyone else in the audience is like, she's all pelvic thrust, but the way she dances, I can't take my eyes from her. Um, and she learned all of this by seeing it once? Yeah. Hmm. As far as we know, because again, we uh, yeah. the time makes no sense. Another smoking gun is thro- thrown, so we have the two kind of minor showgirls. We've got... Uh, Julie and Annie, who are fighting backstage, yes. they're always like one upping one another, but it's getting to the point where it's like getting too too much. Yeah, it's getting violent. Yeah, yeah. So I think Julie brings her kids there one day because maybe she couldn't find someone to watch them, and she's getting ready, and like the monkeys are running loose, and then Annie snaps at her and says, "Like, get those fucking kids out of here." Yeah, it makes the daughter cry. Yeah, and then like the first seed is planted of revenge whenever uh, uh um what's her name Julie stares like. It's an all-about-Eve scenario. It's literally all-about-Eve. Yeah. This yeah. is the exact same plot. There's someone else that's always plotting revenge to work their way up the ladder. Um, but monkeys are loosed. 
a monkey shits on the stage and then Dan's like, are they going to trip on the monkey shit and die? <laughs> yeah, well, I, 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 I thought that that's what happened to Nomi. The, like, that's why she stumbled it, in the it first It could part. be. could be. Like, I don't know. But it was I, downstage I thought... left. She tripped more center stage. I don't know. I said downstage center. I well, know. I don't know that. Uh, mm. Again, I did. <laughs> yeah. mm. A lost on the stage. <laughs> yeah. Again. Um, it... But what was I going to say? She's like, she burns. Oh, uh, Elizabeth Berkeley pro handles a monkey. So that should get a point, right? Yeah. She picks. You yeah, know, I said that. That's that a bonus point. I wrote it like, like it's no size. Yeah, it's yeah. a bonus point for me. She goes me. like, I got one. I was like, oh, that's cool. Yeah. Right? That's interesting. Um, Spirit Fingers, two minutes for a transition. Didn't make sense to me. Just put down some theater things. Uh, Zach sent her flowers. James shows up and Nomi rejects him, saying, like, I've moved on to bigger and better things. I'm thinking of the monkey thing. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking, like, in, 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 in a, I, I don't know, a You're better... You're always thinking about the monkey thing. I then. am always thinking about the monkey, but the, in, a, like, a better managed movie that probably would have been the tip-off that, okay, she is still at heart an okay person. She's just, you know... She's going to be driven to be bad against people. Yeah. Like, she's but be corrupted but, by the world around her. Yeah, but she herself at this point is still. She's a monkey in a cage. Pure enough for monkey to <laughs> like her. So. Sure, Dan. I, I, don't I, know. Haven't, I, uh, I haven't seen that in the film buff, but uh, maybe we could offer that theory. I'll uh, take I'll take it to Reddit and see mm-hmm. what they say. A line that Dan nodded at. I have a problem with pussy and with life. <laughs> Oh, yeah, well, that's James. Yeah, uh, it yeah. says that, because, uh, what well, he comes to the... The show. Well, yeah. no, he's he's working, right? No, that's before. No, that she, was earlier. But, I don't... but he's there, and he's like, who gave you flowers? And then Nomi moves on and goes, like, enjoy your show. Yeah. I'm, like, casting this now. Um, Crystal is there to teach Nomi the next day to help her, and, like, she's just doing bumps off that coke nail, baby. This is very Dan and I getting lunch at Tiffany's. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, this whole scene. Yeah. Well, there's several scenes that, that we could just... The frenemy meal. Uh, yeah, she gets We're her gonna name. We're going to reenact this, definitely. She, she gets her name from the Cristal Champagne. Yep. Uh, uh, doggy chow. I used to love eating doggy chow. And this is one of those parts that goes on a little bit Oh, no, too... I think it's perfect. The chips, the Texans that show up and they're like, sign my program. I just, the, there's like a whole thing where it's like, you like dog food? I like dog food. You like dog food? I, I like dog, dog food. food. And it, and, then it, and then it does it like three more times. I'm like, chop, yeah. chop, people. Let's. But it's not so different, you and I, seeing Dan. That's our favorite. And then nice tits. You are a whore, darling. Yeah. Mm. And, yeah, and then the... And someone gets on your way, step on them. That's what Elvis used to say. Yeah, and then it's it's dance battle time, yeah, right? Yeah, sexually motivated dance battle. Uh, Nomi denies Crystal's advances. And doesn't go in for the kiss. Um, and then, like, it's that next night, Annie is yelling at Julie's kids. Sorry, that happens there, and Julie plots revenge. Um, here it's dropped that Crystal got Nomi signed up for a boat convention. Yes. And uh, this is apparently just a front for them to sleep with some high-paying executives for $1,000. So it's essentially whoring them out. Yes. As the dancers. And Molly warns Nomi, even though she could have warned her at home because it's like a week from now. Like, yeah. you could have did that privately and kind of handled that better. Because Crystal's like, uh, Molly, you need to do me up. Don't don't reveal the secret to her. I was like, all right, whatever. Yeah. And, and then we see, like, see, I'm the more I watch this movie, the more nuances I detect. Because we see that Nomi still hasn't gained the trust of her fellow showgirls. Because she asks a few and they just go like, yeah, it's fine. Yeah, well, no, the, the one, the, it's always the one that's Annie. sitting next to... No, Julie, Julie. 
Uh, Julie's the one with the kids. Or it's the other one. It's the other one. It's yeah. the one that's always sitting on the other side of Nomi, who mm-hmm. she she doesn't... She's like, with the boat show, she's like, oh yeah, I yeah. had a great time. And yeah. then she doesn't say anything to Nomi later on when she doesn't get the thing. Mm-hmm. Like, she's always just, like, there, like, silently hating yeah. Nomi. Yeah, so, yeah. Envious. Yeah. Perhaps. Um... But Nomi goes, despite this, she's dancing on the boat, and then she meets, like, the uh, the businessmen that come up, and there's this whole Caesar Sings. Now, that got to me. It's repeated so many times in this movie. Ever seen Caesar Sing? Yeah. And I think that's just supposed to be, like, all men are pigs, I guess. Like, they all talk about the same thing. They all use the same pickup lines. Yeah. Like, eh. Yeah, I don't know if that's a Vegas tradition, but well, I... Well, no, uh... C- Caesar Palace, Caesar Sings. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, well no. Been. Well, no, I I have not, but the closest I, I... he's been to Caesar is Little Caesar. I right? didn't know they had a Caesar that sang, so... <laughs> See, that's another good burlesque opening. So. <laughs> See, you say you don't get it, but you... You're coming the up with these... The lady doth protest too much. You're then, coming up with these saying? on the fucking... Like, it's like a natural reflex, well, you know, so I don't... You've been in the business as long as I have. <laughs> And then I tell you my G-string fell no. right. <laughs> Could have steal this one from Ginger Minj. My tits drag so low, I thought I had a trick knee. It turns out I had a mole on the back of my breast. <laughs> hey! Um, but, but yeah. Yeah, yeah the Caesar, th- Caesar Sings thing is foreshadowed. And then... And she uh, goes back to... She's furious. Yeah. Talks to Zach. And Zach's like, oh, I'll take care of this. Calls with the guy. Like, how dare you? But it's just a front. Yeah. For Nomi. Like, he, he calls so him... he's a skeeve. You know, he call Like, he he calls in the exec... Like, the other manager guy, chews him out, and then mm. once Nomi leaves, he immediately calls him back, and he's like, get get back up on stage, yeah. you there, yep. buddy. Well, you know, so it's like, yeah, this is a game that they've clearly played before. Yeah. Uh, Disco Xanadu number, as, as you say, the perfect future. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. The, I, I just want to say, though, just this... Just me descending... <laughs> <laughs> that that whole well yeah no we'll get we'll get to that um but the, the it's just another the, the Kyle McLaughlin thing like he mm. can't in that scene where he's chewing the guy out like there's a there's other moments where he's showing his business savvy by like yeah, put this machine on it like the well he's waiting the slots right like, yeah he's saying like the slot turnout and you have to have a specific amount of money in that slot machine yeah and he, he uh, again it's yeah. just one of those moments that he doesn't pull off like you need like a skeezier yeah. actor to what's an mba pull <laughs> yeah what's an mba and then like he doesn't have like the ah oh, this is showbiz i do this every like he doesn't have that like mm-hmm. Again, it's the Tobey Maguire look. Like, I, don't I would know. say, he does feel very similar to Tobey Maguire. Like, he's a goober, yeah. but he's playing a villain, and yeah. it doesn't fit. And it's and it's not that he can't, obviously, oh, he with, can. with yeah. Cliff Vandercave, he played an Always. excellent villain. But, like, that, in this case, it's like he's supposed to be, like, an understated, like, suave and sneaky yeah. businessman, and yeah. he doesn't do that very well. Mm-hmm. I don't know, yeah. Disco Xanadu? Yeah, Disco Xanadu, yeah. Iconic number, my favorite number in the show. I don't know how they do these transitions, but Julie has had enough of Annie, and she gets a handful of beads, Dan, and just like Monkey Ball, chucks them. <laughs> yeah, throws them in the path of uh, Annie's dancer? Dance partner, yeah, yeah. dance partner. Yeah, and they both go down, and Annie has busted her knee. She's broken it. And I, I guess to maintain the sh- they leave her there until the <laughs> so show is over. So everyone leaves. Just 
crying on the floor. Um, not. I don't think that's how it would be handled. I mean, I don't think the show would be stopped, but they would definitely have a curtain to close in yeah. case of scenarios it, like that. Yeah. Mm. Um, but you know, and Nomi doesn't does doesn't say it. Like oh, Nomi sees see, that's, it. She's owning the cred now. She's yeah. earning her street cred. Like it's like prison. You take out the toughest one and you climb your way up. Yeah. No. Exactly. Like, like Nomi sees it. Like she's the only one who sees it yeah. happen. And she and doesn't Julie say knows. Anything. Julie sees her that she sees. And yeah. Then, like Julie is playing it up like fucking grade school acting. She's like. Oh, she tripped. Well, yeah. How sad. One of the multiple times, like, when I take you out, it's yeah. like the, I, well, who would ever, mm. I, I can't imagine anyone would want to hurt As Jonathan. you could never take me out, Dan. <laughs> I, I don't understand how this could have happened. Before the thought even came into your head, I would. I don't. <laughs> but Annie's out of commission, and then it's a doggy doggy chow world, honey. Yeah. Uh, Nomi's mother visits, and then we get... It's... Mama and Al are back, I guess. Yeah, Henrietta and Al stop by for a In a, a redemption very, moment. A very weird... Because, again, yeah. the way that the movie has been progressing, it feels like it's been a week. But they, they come out like they haven't seen each other in, like, a, a, a year yeah. or something. And it's very hard to take them seriously, especially Al, when the, the this touching conversation, as it's supposed to be framed, ends with, must be weird not having anyone come on you. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Who and, decided that? And, and, and it's not played for humor. No, it's not. It, like it's a line that would have worked in like a dark comedy, but it's not it's not played that way here. Ugh. It's played as like a oh, moment. <laughs> Endearing. <laughs> I, I don't I don't know how to, you know, I, I it's again, it's just weird to process. <sighs> Well, Nomi and Zach go out, and we get the most famous pool sex scene in cinema history. Yeah. A lot of famous scenes in cinema history in this. Kyle MacLachlan turns on his uh, oh palm tree God. neon lights. And the motion-detecting <laughs> dolphin fountains. Yes. Oh, the skis. And then champagne in the pool. And this sex does not look fun. It's like Nomi's getting waterboarded. Yeah. It... Yeah, it, it... I Again, it... Every scene that's supposed to to be like erotic in this movie is, it, it, like, it doesn't do itself any favors. Like, it just it it adds in some stupid element that ruins the rest of it. So yeah. you can't take any of it seriously. Like you, no. you know, I I don't, I don't know. Yeah, mm. it's just a it, it, it's like a death by a thousand cuts. Yeah. Uh... So, Zach reveals to Nomi that Crystal needs a new understudy, and there will be an audition the next day. Yeah, because so they, Annie was the previous understudy. Yeah. And with that information, Nomi excitedly rushes to that. She does a good job. We find out that Zach is kind of pushing Nomi front and center. He wants her to be the understudy. Yeah. Um, moving her up in the ranks. Uh, but he also wants to find out about her, like her backstory. So he sends, like, one guy to go do that. Yeah. Like, find everything you can about Nomi Malone. Uh, Nomi and Crystal fight. There's just constant things like Crystal is jealous that she's hanging out with Zach, and Zach is being shared by Crystal and Nomi at the same time. So we have this weird, awkward love triangle. Yeah, and well, it is that in the truest sense because then, like, uh, Crystal goes up to Zach and she's like, you know, are are you screwing around with her? And he's like, Are you mad? I beat you to it. Mm -hmm. So it's like everyone is against each other, but hot for one another, and it's yeah. a very I suppose that's Vegas, but I don't. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> Stick to your small bumpkin towns, Dan. 
stay away from the city lights. It'll eat you up. Uh, I put down Y cast Dan. Dan's got heat. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Nomi, yeah, that yeah. was that's when they're debating who yeah. to. Yeah, yeah. Nomi's got the understudy role, and she's invited to James' show. That's also at the Cheetah or somewhere else, but it's like it's at the Crave Club because I kept making the <laughs> Crave uh, case. The, the Crave cereal. How come you never bring me a Crave case, Dan? <laughs> oh yeah, no that that works better though. The Crave <laughs> case, the, the, the Crave Club sponsored by White Castle Crave case. <laughs> Give me the shit, send a dance. <laughs> but uh, James' show does not go over well. Everyone's like, boo, tasteful burlesque, kind of sorta, but it's not a good number anyway. Way. No, it's not. But they boo them off, and then James kind of goes through it like, oh, maybe I'm suffering for my art anyway. I mean, my art's no good. We find out that he is engaged to Heather. and To Hope? No, hope? it's Heather. Oh, I yeah, think, yeah. It's, hope is her fake name. It's really Penny. It's a different girl that looks like her. Okay, I think, yeah, I yeah. Think. Um, but James is engaged. Heather's parents own a grocery store. He's going to quit this and move wherever she is, raise children, and work in the grocery store. And then that's the last we see of James. Nomi just gives a kind of like, goodbye, good luck. Well, and it's this, it's a very weird attempt at like a little poignant moment. Because, like, again, because all of this has happened in what feels like the span of like a couple days. So Nomi's like, like, what's been going on? He's like, well, I guess my life is this now. And she's pregnant. (laughs) You know, and he's looking off and he's tearing up. And he's, like, saying all of these dramatic one-liners after she leaves. And it's, like, it feels like it's been four days. So, mm. I, I don't know. It's it just it's a very weird... It's, like, an extremely compressed version of that La La Land ending where it's, like, Ugh. what could have been? Don't. What could have been? Don't compare Showgirls to La La Land. I'm not. I'm just, Showgirls has class. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm, just, <laughs> I'm just saying that it's, like, uh... Uh, I don't know, it's supposed to be this weird little reflective moment, yeah. and it just doesn't City work. of stars. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't I don't know what else to describe it as. It just feels like a swing and a miss. Mm. And, uh, you know, it's just goodbye. But we find out the next day, Nomi receives a letter where she's rejected from the understudy role, and she goes off on Zack. Mm-hmm. Zack apparently doesn't find the info, he was trying to push it, and then Crystal said... No, I don't want her as mine. And she's going to get her lawyers involved in yeah. it. So she's going to pick her own. Um, and then Nomi plots revenge. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or at least there's more revenge being plotted. During a motorcycle BDSM number, which Dan has suggested that it's the... Mecha- the, the Mad Max future yeah. before the Paradise yeah, Sure. Um, how but, long is the show, Dan? How many to- how, how long do you I, think they have I for set changes? I, we only saw three acts. Oh, and the monkey number. Well, the monkey number, I'm assuming, is the opening act mm. for the... It's not part of the show. That's, mm. that's, that's like, he's the animal dude that goes on first okay. before the thing. Right. That's what I'm assuming. Yeah. If I know anything about showbiz, you, you open... Put the monkey, start with the ooze. You open with the ooze. Yeah. <laughs> and leave like, room for an <laughs> But, like... Once you hit the ease, you've gone too far. But there's also... I, I, cause, cause, you know, before the Mad Max number, there's also that, um... Volcano Express. Well, and she she go no no no. I'm talking uh, like plot wise. There's oh. a scene, there's like a brief scene where Nomi tries to like befriend yeah, the nails. Crystal, yeah. and they do the like you know you know I could do your nails for you at some point. You like my nails. Like on second thought, I'm getting know, a little old for this horror look. Yeah, because previously yeah. Nomi had made a comment about her age and like pinched her cheek, mm-hmm. 
and, and then it was a whole other thing. But it was like there was like an attempt at friendship and then confirmation that they're mortal enemies. So then we come to the Mad yep. Max scene. And then Nomi and Crystal dance. Crystal is taking it too far, kind of like knocking her down, saying like, you'll never be me. And then in an oddly staged thing, you know, didn't see it coming. Nomi pushes Crystal down that staircase. She does. And no one sees it. Or at least, um, what's her face sees it? Julie sees it. Julie sees it. But, but she covers it up. Yeah. And she, she goes along with it. Molly sees it. Yeah. Molly knows. And, and but it's... I do like that they're like all covering for her. They're like, no, she tripped. Yeah. What a shame. I, well, again, it's an it's... unspoken rule, Dan. Because it's cutthroat. Yeah. So. Yeah. But uh, now she has to live with this guilt and Molly knowing. Yeah. Which is very, you know, temptuous for their relationship. And this is also like act three, I think, right? Because it's like she's sitting before this number. She's sitting on the rooftop overlooking Vegas, eating a burger. Yeah. <laughs> As you do when you hit the third act of your life. Um, but all suspect know me, but she manages to shirk the blame. Uh, the Stardust needs a new star, and Nomi gets the lead and ascends to stardom. Yes. And we see, like, the opening monologue again where they were intru- that old dude was introducing the show with, like, this is the bigger show. We could have got Janet Jackson or Paula Abdul yeah. to star. Well, yeah, no, and he literally repeats the yep. same, like, yep. she's sensual and... She's the, she's the show. Dazzling and yep. sexy. Jonathan, know, so. any comments? Yes. <laughs> I hope to be as good as the show. Yes. Yeah, so. Broadway. Broadway. <laughs> the only Broadway you got is down this way. Whoops, slide whistle. Yeah. My so. leg. Oh, when oh we gotta talk about when Gina going out in the ambulance though. Oh she's, she's in a strapped a full body wrap. <laughs> just frazzled. Jonathan, you hit your knee on the coffee table. Ooh. Just <laughs> I'll be down for a year. Oh my god, but Molly is skeptical, and then there's kind of like a rough spot in their relationship. Alright, we've come to the scene. Yeah. Kind of the the big celebration opening night for um, Nomi at the Stardust in Goddess. And at this big party, Andrew Carver is there, who's been hyped up for the whole movie. He's this uh, sensational singer, Fabio lookalike, that yeah. shows up, and Molly is his biggest fan. Um, Molly knows that Nomi pushed Crystal, but Molly goes along with it because they kind of rekindle their friendship here, I think. Like, like she doesn't say anything further on it. Yeah. They yeah. come to kind of, they, they become friends again at this point. Uh, Julie is moving on up. Oh, she has the all about Eve, like, can I be your understudy when, like... Yeah, Nomi's, Nomi's like, getting... I'll see what I can do. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Andrew Carver arrives, obvious douchebag, Molly catches his eye. And then Carvey lures Molly up to a room where he brutally beats her and his bodyguards rape her along with him. And it's very gruesome and gritty and bloody and the NC-17 rating is showing. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, again, I I don't... Whenever this movie is talked about, and I know that that it's... You know, because I feel like in most of the context where I've seen this movie clowned on, you know, it's like YouTube reviewers who are referencing it for comedy so they don't touch on this part they no because like like, i said most cuts will skip it and just show like the the aftermath when she's stumbling out because because it sets a different tone no it's it's gratuitous it 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 comes out of nowhere and it cuts in between nomi like dancing and partying and then back to that happening and it's it's just like this like, that feels like something that is put in the movie to Shock. justify the yeah. NC-17. Like, we're going to get people mm-hmm. talking 
thing. Yeah, that's the exploitation part, yeah. I think. Like, yeah. it's, it's too much. It, no, it's, it's far too yeah, much. Even Mama wouldn't be able to handle that joke. Yeah, it's... it's <laughs> I, it's insane. It, mm-hmm. uh, it like it completely, you know. It takes you uh, again, and I would imagine that if you were like a theater goer, yeah. unsuspectingly going in to see Showgirls, you would be sitting at that point for like an hour and forty. Well, this all minutes. wraps up in twenty minutes. Yeah, like no. this whole last act is just twenty minutes long. So nearly two hours, you've been sitting there and you've been watching like this weird almost dark comedy play out mm-hmm. with this dancer you know pushing her way to the top yeah. and then this happens and it's like all right this movie is like trying to grab attention in all of the worst possible fucking ways so yeah i can see why things have yeah. played out the way they have yeah. uh, unfortunately molly stumbles out nomi gets molly she realizes what's done in the hospital molly is like you know hospitalized for assault she's basically kind of sort of in a coma yeah but um it, she's not looking good nomi wants to report the assault to the police but zach tells her that the stardust will bribe molly with the money to keep her quiet because andrew carver is that big of a star yeah and nomi is not standing for this uh she wants to go anyway but then zach goes like I know who you really are, Pollyanna DeCastro. And she's named Pollyanna because she's literally a Pollyanna. Yeah. That's the same thing. She has, like, no family. She just goes from home to home, right? Yeah, and, and uh, like, Tony Moss calls her that. Pollyanna, and she goes, like, what? Like, another clue. Yeah. Like, does he know my real name? Yeah. Very interesting. But um, we realize that Zach is a douchebag, and she's kind of over Zach. And he goes, like, you know... How much did you charge when you were soliciting people? Well, yeah, he goes over all of the the things yeah. on. So she's drug possession, prostitution, assault, larceny. Yeah, because because I guess they got her fingerprints when she was in the drunk tank. Yep. And then that's um yeah. So he goes over like and he's her, blackmailing her. Yeah. Like this yeah. will all come out and you'll lose everything. And but he goes like you know how much did you charge when you solicited? She goes she didn't charge a lot. He goes, well, you're a good fuck. And then Elizabeth Berkeley speaks, spits in Kyle McLaughlin's face. Yeah. Which, you know. And he goes, I just meant it as a compliment. And he's just skeeve. And then we're set on revenge. Nomi is doing her nails pitch black. Because, you know, her world worldview has done a full 180. Yeah. She used to be the optimist, but now it's time to get back. Uh, she assumes the role of a promising young woman slash call girl. And goes to Andrew Carver's hotel room yeah it's, it's, nice it's some kind it's of like suite bougie, yeah yeah looking good for the suite um goes in there and uh you know she strips but then she pulls a pocket knife and dance fights carver in a bloody fashion that i think should have been even bloodier and this part i do remember people talking about because this the the dance fight part mm-hmm. here at the like the the dance kicking dance beating thing mm-hmm. is uh is one of the most cited examples of of on on tv tropes it was norm <laughs> it's like whereas like a scene is supposed to be like it was written as something like wow or or impactful but mm-hmm. it comes off as completely fucking stupid yes like that's what this it embodies that because she's <laughs> doing like Oh, her dance skills have enabled yeah. her to fight. fight. <laughs> so, See, and then it goes like, right back. It's taking a serious issue, and then it's bringing it right back to Yeah, camp. and that's what's so fucked up. Yeah. That's it so is fucked, fucked up, up Dan. <laughs> See, it's Sinister Six for a reason. That's fucked up. <laughs> Dan's back in the box review. That's fucked up. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, 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 but it is. I, I, again, hmm. again, any, 
any unsuspecting 90s person would have been sitting there on a roller coaster fucking ride and it just i like yeah it's not good Mm. it's not good but she kicks carver's ass and then slinks out of there before she leaves town for good she visits molly says she's sorry she loves her and she kicked carver's ass yeah i hope that it pays off so we don't know where this friendship will go but maybe they'll get back in touch at some point in some way Mm -hmm. some little way um, and then, you know, you can't leave Den without visiting Jonathan in the hospital. Yeah. In my cowboy hat. In your garden of uh, yeah. flowers that people have <laughs> sent. <laughs> Crystal has left the building, ladies and gentlemen. And, I, and according to her, she's okay with even, like, forced That's retirement. That's she had to do. Yeah, she... I got a big-ass settlement from yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. But, I mean, she sees herself and know me. Maybe she does know her. Yeah. Yeah, and then she passes the baton of her cowboy hat, and the two share a passionate, albeit long, kiss. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that is kind of cringy. Yeah. Then she passes the hat and goes, how I'm looking. You look good, darling. Yeah, the Kill Bill, whatever it is. <laughs> yeah. Then Nomi leaves Vegas. She's hitchhiking again. And who does she stumble upon in this full circle ending to this morality tale, Dan? Jeff. Jeff from the beginning. Yeah. Same guy that picks her up. She goes, did you hit it big? She goes, yeah, I did. I won. And she takes off her glasses. I want my fucking suitcase. Yeah. And, and we they, get a billboard picture of Nomi. And they drive off into the distance yeah. towards L.A. Yep. Their next adventure. Whatever that beginning. could be. Hmm. And that showgirls, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. <laughs> I, no, it makes sense as yeah. to why this movie is what it is, unfortunately. Yeah. So, I, I mean, that's... Like, I try to, uh, I, I cannot approach this one as lightheartedly as I tried to with, like, Popeye, but, yeah. like, just picture, like, a like a movie where unsuspecting out-of-towner gets involved with, like, becomes a, a Vegas showgirl, they're getting mistreated by the guy in charge of the show, but then it turns out that unsuspecting farm girl knows how to handle herself, like, orchestrates his murder... And then steadily these showgirls get revenge on, like, all of the scumbags who have been mistreating people throughout mm-hmm. Vegas and work their way up mm-hmm. until the crime movie third act, the the situation starts falling apart and then Nomi has to leave and move on. Yeah. That's, like, I don't know. It, it could have been something. Mm-hmm. Could have had the title Showgirls. I don't know. <laughs> so, <laughs> Didn't deserve that title for you. I don't know. I don't Yeah. Hmm. It's it's a it's show a, me what it's a very it's a very weird movie. It is a weird movie. Yeah, Sinister Six, like I said, how it's a camp classic. Uh, decide from the one scene that oftentimes people are just like, yeah, we just skip that scene. Yeah, and we get the gist of the story anyway. So I mean, that's the one blip on the radar. Well, and and you know, and it's a and pretty... the like aggressive nudity, but at the point, it just feels like it's nudity for nudity's sake. Yeah, and it, and it's and again, any part that. It's not the, sensual. It's not no, sexual. It's no. like, oh, what's going on here? But that's what we like. If we're if we can't overstate anything, it's that any part that's supposed to be erotic is completely ruined yeah. by either the music, what the characters are doing, <laughs> the or acting, how they're moving. Yeah. So the it's, it's you know, it it doesn't is set out. You know, it sets out to do some things, but it doesn't actually achieve any of them. I don't think. Mm. And again, that's that that blip is a pretty significant. Like, I, I would assume that that's why this is not like talked about. You know, because like the room has blips mm-hmm. in it, but you know, nothing that I, I think would darken any discussion of it as much as that part 
yep. of this movie. So yep, yep, yep. Well, it's sinister nonetheless. It like is. I said, none of my other picks compared. To this. <laughs> you can welcome the kids back for my other picks. <laughs> mm. Now I feel dirty. Um, a baby Mario and baby Luigi can come. Oh my so. gosh. Maybe next time. Well, thank you for joining me. Before we go and prepare for the next Sinister Six, mm-hmm. I think I'm going to need a drink. But where can our audience find us on social media? And you, Dan. Uh, you can follow me at King underscore Danis on Instagram, as well as our adjacent Anime Was Not a Mistake podcast account and our Anime Was Not a Mistake uh, Facebook page. Mm-hmm. The anime is not over yet. Like I said, this is a, a duality thing where we take two weeks out of our time and then we'll go right back to anime again. Yeah. We get no, we got some cool stuff planned. We do, we yeah. do. Um, you can find me, Jonathan Gwykowski, at Losing My Mind JK on Instagram, Drink and Read JK on the Twitter and TikTok, I think, or am I losing my mind on TikTok? I'm one or the other. Or you can follow my other podcast, Nightcaps of the Theater, where we watch movies similar to Showgirls and get a little Tracy drunk. If you liked this episode, maybe check that out. And if you like War and Peace, classic literature, check out Drink and Read the Podcast on most podcasting platforms. Yeah. Well, well, if you were listening to tonight's episode, in one of the... lasted this long. One of the other... me in the bedroom, am uh, I right? Yeah, <laughs> uh, one, one of the other nuns at the nunnery caught you, and, oh. you know, you don't, you, you've given up on this podcast. If you come back next week, uh, as, what I, as per what I've attempted previously, uh, my Sinister Six pot... Will follow the trend of a uh, crime movie, a sci-fi movie, mm-hmm. and then an adventure movie. Mm. So that's what is in the pot. It is more or less the same. You know, I have I am honor bound to not remove things from said pot mm-hmm. unless you know they get picked. Mm-hmm. You are at the bottom of my barrel in terms of what you know because. You've picked you've picked the better movies. Yes. So well, far. no, we we thought so. we were going into it this way too. Yeah. Like I did throw that gauntlet, and not all of them are good. Remember, I picked Popeye, the worst movie that's ever been well, created. Well, no, I'm just saying that you yeah. know it, it, you're 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 gonna start They're cutting flavors. Yeah, yeah, you're gonna start cutting into more cheese. Oh no, starting, I've got I've you know, got, so a, got a it, list. It, yeah, I could still you know get my head in the game for but a while. But we uh, we do hope you'll join us. There's gonna be a lot less fucks and cunts and everything thrown around next week we hope and so. you can listen from anywhere all different places <laughs> wink uh. <laughs> what you survived anime was not a mistake spin-off series the sinister six well there's always next time <laughs> As you wait with bated breath, remember to rate, review, subscribe, where most podcasts are easily found, including Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Pocket Cast, and more. Remember boils and goos if you enjoyed the hosting by me, Jonathan Kwiatkowski, stand-in cryptkeeper, and the Igor of my eye, Daniel Ryan. Support us on social media. And last but certainly not least, remember to reach out to us on Anime Was Not a Mistake Pod on Instagram, or follow Anime Was Not a Mistake Podcast on Facebook. This way we can continue to make our anime-based dreams come true, and your nightmares a reality. <laughs> 
Until we meet again, remember to constantly ask yourself, is anime a mistake? We know for certain that any film with the Sinister Six misnomer is destined for depravity. <laughs>